Hello and welcome to Only the Best Herbs, the podcast where we dive into the world of natural remedies and explore the power of plant-based healing. My name is Ryan Bolda, your guide on this journey through the fascinating world of herbal medicine. Today's episode is particularly timely as we navigate the festive cheer and the occasional stress of the holiday season. We are focusing on a topic that resonates with many, migraines. Yep, the unwelcome guests that often choose the worst times to visit. However, here's some uplifting news. In the spirit of giving, we're unwrapping a recent study that sheds light on a remarkable finding. Turns out, when it comes to managing migraines, Sometimes the more simple, affordable, easy solutions outshine their pricier counterparts. That's right. We're talking about alternative medicines like only the best herbs, right? So this is the perfect time. Grab your favorite herbal tea, find a cozy spot, and join us as we dive into the intriguing study. We'll explore how these cost-effective natural remedies are making a significant impact and why they might just be the perfect gift for your well-being this holiday season. Stick around, because on Only the Best Herbs, we believe in the power of nature's pharmacy, especially when it offers us a gentle yet effective way to enjoy our holidays headache-free. Let's get started, but first... A word from our sponsors, Surgeons LLC. Sure, you may have heard of THC and marijuana products before, but have you heard of any of the 540 additional cannabinoids in addition to THC? We're talking cannabinoids like CBD, CBN, CBG, HHC, THCO, THCP, THCA, CBC, the list goes on and on. That's what we focus on here at Surgeons LLC. Whether you want to grow your own cannabis or get the medicinal properties, you have found the right place. Visit our website, surgeonsolution.io, and you will quickly see that we are much more than just a hemp seed, glass, and nutrient distributor. Sign up for our loyalty program and get an additional 200 vibes, which is loyalty points, right on the spot for entering your email address. That's equivalent to spending $200. Don't pass this up. If you have any questions, talk to our AI and get answers to all the questions you have or even schedule a time to speak with us and we can get you in going in the right direction. Because at Surgeons LLC, when you're surgeon, you're living. Now, getting back to our story about migraines. Migraines are more than just a headache. Often, 
The pain is accompanied by nausea, vomiting, light sensitivity, and even sound sensitivity. Chronic migraines can be disabling and may prevent many, especially women, from contributing to the working life or their own working life. Still, it often takes a long time for migraine patients to find a treatment that works well for them. Researchers at the Norwegian Center of Headache Research, quote-unquote NORHEAD, have used data from the Norwegian Prescription Register to look at which medicines best prevent migraine. Professor Mart Helen Bjork at the Department of Clinical Medicine, University of Bergen, says... There has now been done a lot of research on this subject before. This may weaken the quality of the treatment and increase the cost of treatment for this patient group. Three medicines had better effect than the first choice of medicines. Researchers used the National Register data from 2010 to 2020 to estimate treatment effect. They measured this by looking at the consumption of acute migraine medicines before and after starting preventative treatment, which they also investigated how long the people with the migraine used different preventative treatments. A total of over 100,000 migraine patients were in the study. 100,000. When the withdrawal of acute migraine medicines changed little after starting preventative medicine, or people stopped quickly on the preventative medicines, the preventative medicine was interrupted as having little effect and discontinued. If the preventative medicine was used on a long, uninterrupted period, and we saw a decrease in the consumption of acute medicines, we interpreted that as the preventative medicine was having a good effect. As a rule, these so-called beta blockers are used as the first choice to prevent migraine attacks, but the researchers found that especially three medicines had better preventative effects than these, the CGRP inhibitors, anatriptyline, and simvastin. Not, um, I'm not sure how popular those are here in America, but the two latter medicines are also established medicines used for depression, chronic pain, and high cholesterol. Respectively, while the CGRP inhibitors are developed and used specifically for chronic migraines. Another topic that we have for epilepsy and this is um, this one hits home for me because I have had um, epileptic seizures before and I haven't had a seizure in a while but this one really does um, resonate with me this is from the American Academy of Neurology for people with epilepsy doing yoga may help reduce feelings of stigma about the disease along with reducing seizure frequency and anxiety According to a new research published in November 8th of 2023, the online issue of the Medical Journey of American 
Academy of Neurology. People with epilepsy often face stigma that can cause them to feel different than others due to their own health condition, and that can have a significant impact on their quality of life, said study anchor Manjari Tripathi, MDDM of All India Institute of Medical Science in New Delhi. This stigma can affect a person's life in many ways, including treatment, emergency department visits, and poor mental health. Our study showed that doing yoga can alleviate the burden of epilepsy and improve the overall quality of life by reducing this perceived stigma. And I completely understand and I completely get what they're saying with this because I felt this way. This is exactly how I felt because you feel different. You're like, why me? Why Why do I have to have this, this disease or why do I have to have this condition that makes makes it so that I have no control over my body like my my brain can at any moment spaz out and I'll go and I won't have any idea what's going on um I've crashed a few cars as a result of these seizures and I honestly shouldn't even be here that does throw you into a depression it makes you not understand it makes it scary to do anything because you're not in control so I I understand I get where they're come where other seizure patients would feel that way. Yoga does seem like it would be a good alternative. I can't say that I do yoga, but I do meditate. I sit there and I, I reflect and I, I'm very conscious and I go through things in my head and I visualize and I, I guess maybe it's not a type of yoga, but I'm, um, I am practicing on my breathing. I am visualizing and seeing and making goals and evaluating things I've done in the past. And I mean, it, it is, a you know, practicing mindfulness has been very beneficial to me having the seizure condition because when you have one, there's no reason to get to look back in the past and, you know, look back on it and be mad about it because there's absolutely nothing you can do. After you had a seizure, it feels like you got your ass beat. You're confused. Now you can't drive all of a sudden. You have no idea why. You just now you can't drive. Um, everyone's concerned about you. Starts pissing you off because everyone's asking how you are and you're fine. You just had a seizure and you don't know why, you know. And then, you know, I, I get it. So practicing yoga, I would I would definitely yoga or some type of meditative practice would be would be good because I think that also even helps train your brain. Um, the synopsis in your brain, maybe you can calm them down a little bit with some breathing exercises and getting some oxygen to your brain and whatnot. And again, I am not a doctor. I am not claiming to be a doctor, but I do know some things and I try to give my opinion the best I can. And if you agree with it and agree with it, if you don't, you know, then, you know, I'm dumb. You know, I can't, I can't really do any better than that, but I do know I have some valuable information when it comes to seizures because that is something I have had to deal with a lot in my life. So, I don't know, stars are always aligning sometimes because this is this is a very key part of my life, which is sad to say, but it it did take over my mind for for years because I didn't know how to cope with it, I didn't know how to deal with it. And that started a lot of 
negative things that happened in my life. So yeah, seizures does, does, it does diminish your mental health and your quality of life until you can get a hold on that. And it is not easy. Let me be the one to tell you, listen to my voice. Listen, if you are having seizure issues, if you know somebody who is having seizure issues in any, in any way, practice mindfulness with them calm be calm talk about your thoughts close your eyes a very long healing process because the more often you have a seizure the better chance there is of you having another one you got to keep it under control you know medications and this is going to sound counterintuitive to what we talk about, but this is nothing to play around with. Uh, seizure medications, if you are on a seizure medication, stay on your seizure medication. A withdrawal effect from these medications is that you will have a seizure if you discontinue taking your, your seizure medications. I found that out the hard way. You cannot take your seizure medication and then abruptly stop. Even if you think, hey, Ryan, I want to get off of this man-made prescription and transition to something else, don't. Don't do it. Don't do it right now. Talk to your doctor. Talk to a physician. Explain to them what you want to do. Tell them, you know, I'm doing this. I need your help. Please guide me. Please give me some tips um, or something. You know, a lot of doctors will probably not tell you to, to you just, you know, just stay on your medication. If it's working, it's working. However, if you are having problems, that is probably when you might want to take this approach or add something in or, you know, start working with your doctor. I am in the process right now of um, working with my doctor to try to get off of this prescription right now. But there's a lot of tests they have to do. You got to go through like a sleep test to make sure that you're not having seizures in your sleep and um, you know, there's an observation. Th I mean, there's so many things you need to go through to make sure you can um, safely and comfortably switch to more natural medications, but, or substances or plants. It's just, it is a long, it is a long process, but you have to be patient. You know, you are in control. If you don't, you know, if you got time under your belt, not having a seizure, for example, and you want to take the next step, I highly, you know, I'm rooting for you. I'm not telling you to do it, but if you do it, be safe. Just be safe and mindful. Every decision you make can impact the rest of your life, no matter how big or how small the decision you think that is. Be careful. Getting back to this, um, this article, the stigma can affect a person's life in many ways, including treatment, emergency department visits, and poor mental health. Our studies showed that doing yoga can alleviate the burden of epilepsy, and improve the overall quality of life by reducing this perceived stigma. For the study, researchers looked at people with epilepsy with an average age of 30 in India. I would, I would uh, about qualify for that in India, being 29. Researchers measured stigma based on participants' answer to questions such as, Do you feel other people discriminate against you? Do you feel like you cannot contribute anything in society? And do you feel different from other people? All of which I, I imagine 
I would answer yes to those questions up until I started my business and I started this podcast. I would have answered yes to all three of those questions. Researchers then identified 160 people who met the criteria for experiencing stigma. Participants had an average of one seizure a week and on average took at least two anti-seizure medications. Researchers then randomly assigned participants to receive yoga therapy or sham yoga therapy, which I'm not 100% what sham yoga therapy is. Yoga therapy included exercises in loosening muscles, breathing, meditation, and positive affirmations. Oh, here we go. Sham yoga consisted of exercises that mimicked the same yoga exercises, but participants were not given instructions on two key components of yoga believed to induce a relaxating response, slow and synchronized breathing, and attention to the body movement and sensations during practice. Each group received seven supervised group sessions of 45 to 60 minutes over three months. Participants were also asked to practice sessions at home at least five times a week for 30 minutes. They tracked seizures in yoga sessions in a journal. After the three months of therapy, participants were followed for another additional three months. Wow, this is an extensive... Uh, this is extensive. Researchers found when compared to people who did sham yoga versus people who did yoga, they were more likely to reduce their perceived stigma of the disease. People who did yoga had an average score of seven at the start of the study and an average score of four at the end of the study, while people who did sham yoga had an increase from an average score of six at the start of the study to an average score of seven at the end. Researchers also found that people who did yoga were more than four times likely to have more than a 50% reduction in their seizure frequency after six months than the people who did sham yoga. So. Sham yoga, basically, okay, it's a sham. It's just like half-assed yoga, probably something close to what I do, huh? <laughs> what I was talking about earlier. It's probably what I do. So doing yoga the right way that solicits these responses and, and these sensations truly does, at least in all accounts of this study, had a noticeable effect at reducing seizures after six months. That's incredible. And that isn't even substance related, you know, herbs or anything. That's just doing mindful breathing exercises and just being grounded. And, you know, that's kind of what a lot of these products we focus on. That's what they do. They bring you to that balance. However, the balance of yoga is doing it like without herbs. It's just completely all natural and you're getting your body in that way consciously. That's what they do. They help, they help balance your body out. The herbs are the first step. Second step is getting into like a, a mindfulness routine and yoga would be a mindfulness routine in my opinion. And I'm, that's, that's what they're saying as well. People who did yoga were more than seven times more likely 
to no longer have seizures than those who did sham yoga. We are now going to get to the next part of our season two storyline. It would be our conception, how CBD surgeons and how surgeons came to be what it is now on the last episode that is I ended off um, mentioning the mushroom community that I had gotten into and started to create with one person and then there was the other person who which became a little strange because I really had a good relationship with them for a solid month or two and then we had stopped talking so however that person did invite me to uh, a group that like I had mentioned I, I really like now that I'm there and had been there it was the first mushroom group that I had ever joined but the person um that person didn't en- ended up we had just lost contact and they brought me, they pointed me in the direction to go to this community. I'm pretty stoked to be there. You know, I'm feeling it out. I'm there. Um, looking, you know, not looking around, but I'm trying to figure out who is who and how things work. And quickly, I kind of got the, the feeling that, uh, not that certain people weren't my biggest fans, but, you know, doing what I'm doing, coming into a a new community, coming into a new community, I could understand why people would be annoyed, I guess, or um, I don't want to say intimidated because that's a really crappy word to use, but um, I would say concerned. People who are concerned of me coming in or like what my intentions were, and you know, I can understand that. I would be the same way. And the best thing I knew how to do was like, you know, I'll just try to kind of prove myself a little bit. Not that I need to, but um, I teamed up with this uh, this awesome person and learned more about them and their story and what they had been through and started doing some content a little bit with them and created a pretty good relationship, I thought, in my opinion, uh, with this person in the mushroom community. And I'll never, you'll never hear me come on my podcast and talk negative about anybody or even in person or in real life. I never talk bad about anybody just to get that straight. Everyone I've worked with and everyone that I've, um, you've seen me work with publicly or anything like that. I would, you know, I have the utmost respect for them and I really appreciate everybody, um, in this process so you'll never hear me say anything bad about anybody so if you if that's why you're listening to this and like see what i'm gonna say if i'm gonna see something um completely off the wall about somebody it's not gonna happen you know i'm i've thought about it but you know i've had to do that with a lot of people so you know just because of this story doesn't really go my way a little, you know, or the way I wanted it to go doesn't mean I'm going to come on here and start spewing a whole bunch of nonsense. So 
that's a little bit of context for you on how I feel about the situation. Obviously not, not exactly thrilled about it, but create this community with this individual and things are going good. I mean, the group grew like insanely fast and I don't, I couldn't even tell you um, the numbers on it. I have, I have screenshots of it, but it was just like, wow. And like a couple weeks that had gotten up to like 200 50 or so group members i was like wow this is pretty that's awesome like this group is going to do really well and throughout this whole process you know i'm, I'm talking with this person i created the community with and from the beginning i said you know you're going to communicate you're going to build this and it's going to be yours you know i just want to be here and help build it because you know at the end of the day only one person can truly own a Facebook community, right? They have the complete control over it. There's always one person who has complete control. So going into that, I wanted to build this community. And in return, you know, kind of help build my own community aside from it, which is only the best herbs, this podcast. You know, I needed to get a community going on my end. You know, I wanted to help educate people, not only just to mushrooms, but I wanted to take a completely natural um approach that would not cause too much attention or like the name wouldn't raise any flags you know or like wouldn't be looked down upon like i couldn't i couldn't name the group like mushroom central or something like that you know i couldn't i couldn't name it something crazy so i you know i wanted to go with only the best herbs and i wanted to focus on other things too like cannabis and all the other things that we've been talking about, but specifically cannabis, because I deal with hemp extracts in my company and, you know, mushroom medicine is my, you know, my next thing on my to-do list to bring awareness to, but people who did not want me to, to continue doing this for whatever reason. And that's okay. I was a little confused on what all of the negativity was about, but I could tell that uh, this person no longer wanted to do this or like that doing this was like a, a joke or something or it was like a, um, you know, or it was funny or something. So I was like, okay, if it's so funny, then I'm just done. I'm done with it. And, you know, that's that. And I'll just focus on my stuff and then I will go back to what I was doing. So I go back. And I'm gonna, I want to make this clear, like, it's not easy. It was 100% not easy to, like, give up on, I not give up, but, because I don't want to look at it that way as giving up, because I was, it really did, I really didn't, I was more, like, forced to, like, stop doing it because of, you know, it just gets to a point where it's like, all right, I, I have to, like, maintain my integrity about this. And if it's just going to be like a giant joke, then I'm not going to do it. And I'll focus on something that clearly is not a joke. And I'll do it. And, you know, I, we'll do it better. So I was, I don't know, it, it really personally did like kind of hurt my feelings. And that's another thing with business and just life in general. Like just being able to separate that. Like my <clears throat> my boundaries suck. So getting into the mushroom community and seeing how people were, I was like, wow, this is so different. I kind of feel like I wanted to be here, but you know, and I felt like I could act 
differently uh, or like the way that I wanted to versus what the reality of the situation was. Like I thought, you know, we were building this community together, but in all reality, it was just like, you're an idiot. So I went and, then I went and was an idiot somewhere else. And that's kind of like where we end up right now is like I'm in this community with some awesome people who've helped a little bit or at least like shown some kindness and that's it you know I'm just we just did this giveaway uh for the holiday season which brings me to that point and it went really I'm like blown away with how many people signed up for the giveaway or how much participation there was in the giveaway by the way like that I don't I think there's 80 80 different people possibly more who signed up for this giveaway if my calculations are correct or my math but that's kind of how we end up to where we're at now and I wanted to get all this on a podcast season everything that's happened up until this point i wanted to get it on a podcast because i am i am planning on making some content about it like some video work about it or you know maybe just some visuals to go along with the podcast possibly but there's gonna be just like a better version of it being made and i know how people are and want to like profit off of things that have happened in my life and claim them to be their own or something like that which had which was going on uh with this independent film producer that i had mentioned and we had a talk about it it was a really strange talk and i'll talk i'll tell i'm we're gonna revisit some things but um to kind of close off the podcast a little bit at the end maybe like maybe one of the last episodes revisit some things that are really messed up that is important to note going forward but there are people who i don't know how to explain it but we're gonna end that this week uh right now it's the day after christmas i started filming this the day before christmas uh, or yeah on christmas eve and i'm finishing it uh the day after christmas so Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. I'm going to try to get one in for the new year. Should be able to get one in. I'm going to start working on it here in the next couple days. A word from one of our sponsors, Ruga Monteto. They supply quality, first-generation bread, canna genetics. Reach out to us here at Surgeons. We supply all of Ruga Monteto's up-to-date strains, including strains mixed with runts, Cookies, Grape Stomper, Josh D, Kush, and more. If you're looking for unique, exotic, carefully created cannabis strains, Surgeons is the place to be. Visit our website, SurgeonSolution.io, where you'll find only the best. Until next time, this is Ryan Bolda with Only the Best Herbs, and you'll talk to me soon. Think you have what it takes to be Only the Best? Send us an email, operations at surgeonsolutions.org.